0: Well, it's good to be with you tonight. So, uh, yeah, as I said, we're going to go old school. It's really amazing what uh, Josh was talking about over the offering because uh, tonight I want to talk about uh, something that happened to me. Um, you know, We're going old school, so we're going to try and take our minds back probably from uh, to a place before you were even born, and that is uh, uh, in my past. And we used to have to dress up to go to church. So you couldn't turn up at church without a proper pair of Pants and shoes and a tie and a jacket and all this kind of stuff. And so to do all that, I used to have to go to a menswear store. Who's ever heard of a menswear store? And uh, I used to go to this particular shop. This is real old school, how old I am. And uh, there was these two guys who owned this shop, and they were expert salesmen. So I would go there thinking, I just need a pair of pants, probably 35 buck pair of pants. And I'd walk in the door. And they'd say, they knew me, they'd say, hi, Rob, come on in. Um, and I'd say, look, I'm just after a pair of blue pants. Uh, and they'd say, no worries, come on in. Uh, um, but what they would do to me is that they'd say, here, try these pants on. And then they would say, wow, they look really good. And they'd sort of talk with each other and say, don't they look really good on him? Oh, yeah, they look awesome. Then they'd say, look, you know what, try this shirt on. Try, try this shirt on now. And, and when we get to that point, I'd say, whoa, 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 how much does a shirt cost? They go, go, don't worry about that, Rob. You know we'll look after you. Don't worry about that. Then they say, what about this belt? And they talk with each other and say, look, this belt would look really good with that, wouldn't it? They Try this on. I go, hey, hey, how much does a belt cost? Don't worry, Rob. You know we'll look after you. Then the next thing they'd say, oh, look, you know what? How's your shoes? We've got these really good shoes here. How about you try these on as well? This will really finish it off. And I'll go, yeah, but I didn't want to buy shoes. Rob, come on. You know we'll look after you. This is their their tactic, and so I would go in there just after a pair of pants, but I'd leave with a with a, a shirt, a jacket, a belt, a tie, uh, uh, a pair of shoes, and um, and all along every new item I'd be saying, "Well, how much is this going to cost?" And they would get passive aggressive if you didn't comply. Their reply always was, "Don't worry about that. We'll." look after you. And sometimes I would walk out spending $500 when all I wanted to pay was for a $35 pair of pants. So I know what that sucker feels like. But the point is, there are times in life that you'll find yourself where you want, you go looking for something, but you get conned and it costs you much more than you expected. In a negative way so the title of my message tonight have we got the slide up there Pete please is how much does it cost so you need to ask yourself this question because I'm going to bring in a spiritual concept tonight and by the way who was at United we stand I want to encourage you uh, awesome job guys and and uh, be encouraged and I think next year you're going to go bigger and better and see um, many more people here on that night so what's the matter Oh, no, that's not for notes. Sorry. Keep your piece of paper. We're going to use them. Uh, uh, I'll show you what to do with them later, so don't draw, draw notes of my message. There won't be much notes anyway. But um, it's okay if you have. Uh, you'll, you'll be able to get another piece, maybe. Hopefully you've all got a... Has everyone got a piece of paper and a pen? Don't take notes. This is for something I'm going to get you to do. So, So I'm going to introduce you to the devil right now. Who's ever heard of the devil? Introduce Satan, the devil. And uh, he will talk like he's your friend, but he's after your soul. Now this can be a, a strange concept to many of you because some people have a hard time believing that there is a God and so you'd have an even harder time believing that there's a devil. But when, when buying, when you're buying anything, it's a great question to ask, how much does it cost? That's a big thing. I always find out after my wife has bought anything, that, we're even, that we even needed it. Like I come home, I go, where did this new bed come from? Where did these sheets come from? How much did it cost? It's already too late. She's already gone and got it. But uh, when it comes to spiritual things, we ought to be asking, how much does this cost? So hopefully I'm going to explain some things to you this morning, or this evening, that are going to make sense to you. Because a lot of uh, people who get swiped by the devil, who get ripped off by the devil... Uh, do so because they go looking in the wrong places for things that God can give us and we'll pay extras we'll pay for extras that we didn't want so you might have been thinking well I just need friends I just want to I just want to have a friendship so we may go looking for friends in the wrong places um, and, and we find that in the end we we, we have friends around us who who want to control us or manipulate us or or continually take off us all the time. And you know that's never a healthy kind of friendship. Maybe you're searching for uh, a supernatural experience. You're thinking, I just wish I could tap into something of of a a supernatural kind. Some people are looking for that. And and if you're not careful, you'll you'll find yourself finding spiritual experiences in ungodly places um, uh, that are not from God. Perhaps they're from the exact opposite from God. and You'll pay a high price for that because every time you search for answers in life with an ungodly experience, there'll be something attached to your life that will be negative and, and will cause problems. And um, trying to deal with pain. Who's ever tried to deal with pain? You don't have to put your hands up, but, but uh, we all have. Uh, that can lead to us, um, to, to, to wrong, leading us to wrong substances sometimes, to use things that, that make us feel better, but they destroy us in every other way. So, some people uh, attach themselves to us in a way that seems good, but like that passive-aggressive salesman are finding ways to pressure us into what will cost more than we bargain for. Who's ever felt the pressure from other people? Where you think, oh, I just want to hang out for, for the day, but things come and things happen, and you feel pressure to do things that you wouldn't normally do. And I felt that pressure in that shop every single time. I kept going back because they made me feel like I was their friend but every time they would exact a huge cost out of my wallet into their till. So trying to, um, uh, trying to bring all this together, most of us would have experienced peer pressure at some time. Would, would you agree with, with that? Uh, pressure points. It's a feeling of being pushed into something that you you don't really want to do. I know I've, I've experienced that many times. Where you think I, I wouldn't normally do this, but because of the people around me, I'm gonna going to follow along I remember a friend of mine once if I can t- tell you a little story we decided or he decided it'd be a great idea to try and shoot cars driving down our street with with skyrockets back in tho- in those days we could buy skyrockets and you meant to shoot them in, into the air but we thought they could be missiles and when cars drive past we could try and shoot cars anyway we we missed all these cars and, and a taxi came down our street and I fired a rocket and it, it sort of went straight past and missed. But my friend just had a dead rocket, one that we had fired earlier, and he just, just threw it just like that, just casually. And it got stuck in the taxi's windscreen wiper. And the guy screeched to a halt, chased us down the street. And uh, yeah, it, was, it was quite embarrassing because it wasn't even a live one, but he was so angry and yelling and swearing at us. But it's amazing. But uh, I thought it was a good idea at the time to, to fire skyrockets at cars. But it's not a great idea. So I should have asked, how much will this cost? Is it worth being chased home by an angry taxi driver? But sometimes the answer is it will cost way too much. So Jesus asked us a question, and he said this in Matthew 16, verse 26. It should pop up here. And what do you benefit, (coughs) pardon me, if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul. Is anything worth more than your soul? So we have to understand this that we can go after things, but not realize that it can come with a cost more, much more than we ever bargained for. And in those days in that menswear stop, at least, uh, shop, at least I used to walk out with, with clothing, but what the devil does is he makes you pay a high price for things that are worthless. The things you can't take with you, so um, following Jesus brings benefits. It comes with benefits that will last you forever. See, the devil is like those two salesmen that I knew. Once you get in, once I got in their shop, they wanted to load me up with things that I didn't want and I didn't need, but I didn't have the strength to say no. I'm not going to take that. All I want is a pair of pants. And in life, the devil will come to you and you're thinking, well, I just I just want to have a friend. I just want to have a friendship. I just want to have someone to hang out with. Or I just want to deal with some issues of, of hurt and pain in my life. And the devil says, I can help you with that. And he gets a few of his friends around you and says, hey, come on. Uh, whoa, doesn't this look good? Doesn't that feel good? That makes you look really special. And so we take on things and we end up having a burden of life that we never expected was going to come with those things. So... Examples I've sort of mentioned already uh, in relationships. Um, you might think, "Well, I want a boyfriend or a girlfriend," but I didn't see all the extra baggage that came with it. Who wants a girlfriend here? Put your hand up. Yeah. Oh, good, one honest <laughs> man. Who wants a girlfriend? Uh, who wants a boyfriend? Put your hand up, then you can talk later. No, <laughs> no one got that one. But to, you know, sometimes to fit in, when, when wh- what I often found myself in was I would do things to forget to fit in. But I would later regret those decisions um, because they came with extra baggage that that came with that. So the devil, again, let's everyone say the devil, devil. he will always seek to on-sell extra baggage that you don't need. He'll always come at a cost and want you to sign up to more and more things that actually entangle your life, that make things more complicated. In the book of John, chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus promised us life to the full. Jesus promised a great life, an awesome life, a, a, a powerful life, a purpose-filled life. So be a smart person, poke someone and say, be smart. Be a smart person and choose the full supernatural spiritual life that you were designed for. You know something you have to you have to feel yourself sometimes and go, I'm physical, but I was created with a spiritual side of me that I want to tap into and I want to be part of. So choose the full supernatural life. So that doesn't come with um, this and that and baggage. And, and, and don't, you don't have to worry about the price because Jesus paid the price. So what the devil doesn't tell you, it will cost you your soul. When you sign up for his deals, it costs you your soul. So, uh, Pete, if you can have that, that music playing, please. Jesus also talked about a narrow road that, that his followers would follow. Not, it's not glamorous. It may not see bling um, in this life. But Jesus talked about a life devoted it, with a purpose, with a reason, and with clear direction. I want to encourage you young people to start to clarify God's direction in your life at this stage of your life, and you will have an incredible future. You will have a great seasons of life where you see God do great things around you and for you. So Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 and 14 says this. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad, and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow, and the road is difficult, and only a few ever find it. I want to encourage you, be among the few that find the way into heaven. See, life isn't a competition as to uh, how much accessories you have. It's all about Jesus and finding your life in Him. Jesus has a number one spot. Every single one here has a call of God upon your life. I'll say that again. Every single one of you here has a call of God upon your life, something that God intended for you to live so there's worship leaders and I want to encourage those who got prayed before don't wait, don't just continue waiting and waiting and waiting, start to be proactive in developing yourself to to be able to sing and worship and all that so do what you have to do to to strengthen yourself so there's worship leaders here there's preachers here, there's, there's pastors here, there's politicians and business leaders here in this room that are among you, that God has put that on your life and if I can Uh, encourage you today perhaps you'll never forget this moment tonight and what we're going to do and it'll set you on a course of pursuing after God and you're not going to get caught with all the accessories that the enemy wants to put on your life so the one thing you need is to have everything in Jesus having Jesus as your first place so tonight we have an opportunity to give Jesus our lives. You can, you can have it all of, of me, Lord. This song that he's playing, you may not have heard it before. It's, it says it. you can have it all, Lord. You can have every part of me. But, but um, there should be a, a slide come up here. Let's have a look. Go to the next one, please. Next one. Here we go. We've got a shredder here. And what I want you to do with your piece of paper is... Some of us are caught up with the baggage of peer pressure. And you know what? It will destroy and rob you of your of your happiness in life if you live with a constant weight of peer pressure. So peer pressure is like what I felt with those two salesmen who would say, come on, you know, it looks so good. We'll look after you. But you know what? They were only after my money. They weren't really after looking after me. Another one is fear and anxiety. Perhaps you're living with un. un uh, Unexplainable fears. You fear the maths exam. You fear water. You fear um relationships or you, you fear being around crowds of people. It's all kinds of things that people can fear. But tonight we're gonna shred fear and anxiety in our lives. And we're gonna bring them to Jesus because He is able to deal with those things in a very real and powerful way. Pain that emotionally drains you. We're gonna shred those things. So we're gonna take a moment now. And I want you to write down on your piece of paper maybe one or all of those things or something I've never even mentioned that you think, I want to be free of this. So if you if you really know in your heart that things really get under your skin, you feel anxiety, you, you, you're, you're fearful a lot, maybe you're feeling peer pressure or the pain um, emotionally that has, pardon me, that drains your life, drains your emotions, then you need to write that down Whatever it could be, it could be like um, any one of those things, it could be all of those. But what we're going to do symbolically tonight is we're going to say, I'm going to shred that, I'm going to leave it with Jesus to deal with. So one of the things that Jesus did for humankind, for you and me, is he died upon the cross to take away the the penalty of our sin and to give us life to the full, as we've already read out to you tonight. So if you'll do that, take just a moment or two. And, and write down some of those things that you want to shred. And then I'm going to pray. And um, I'm going to ask if you come out the front, take a bold step. Now, you don't have to do this. It's not mandatory. But I know if you want to be set free and step into the good things that Jesus has for you, it starts by saying, God, I'm just going to do a symbolic step and say, I'm going to live in faith with Jesus, not anchored to peer pressure not anchored to fear and anxiety, not anchored to emotional pain that drains my life all the time. I'm going to shred that tonight because Jesus is the ultimate shredder of the devil's plans over your life. I should have had a bit more of an emphasis on on Jesus and and the way he shreds our our past life and gives us a new life. So I want to live in the, the newness of life every day. So let me pray for you and then if you if you're bold enough and you want to be first, then come and just slide your, your 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 concerns into that thing. And as you do, just say, "Jesus, I'm giving this to you, and you're gonna you're gonna shred that. And I want you to walk free from here tonight. Perhaps, if you want me to pray for you as well, I'd love to pray for you and ask for um, uh, something of the supernatural to touch your life so that you can walk out of here totally set free from some of those uh, some of those things." So if you're ready, let's pray, and then we'll start doing some shredding. Who's up for that? So dear Heavenly Father, I just pray tonight for the Holy Spirit to change things, to break chains in our lives, to break the control that the enemy tries to uh, put upon us. So I just pray today as we symbolically shred those issues that we've written on our pieces of paper, that Jesus, you'll move upon our lives and cause us to be set free tonight, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, as this song just continues to play, um, we can uh, uh, invite you to come. And if you want me to pray for you, I'd love to pray with you as well.
1: Yeah, just a little bit longer. You can have. Why don't we all just lift one big shout of praise to Jesus right now. There's a part of that song that I want us to pray into tonight that I just felt as we were singing it, and it's that, take this life and breathe on it. And what was going through my mind when we were singing that song was this idea that Jesus says, as the Father has sent me, I send you. The hidden in the commission of Jesus is the recommissioning of the human race. And I feel like the Father is wanting to breathe on your life in a way that He starts to shape you and mold you to make a difference in the world around you. I feel like right now it's this anointing to commission you for influence. I feel like there's this anointing to start to rest upon you, to, if I could say, give you all the equipment necessary to accomplish where He has placed you. So you can almost just put your hand on your neighbor or someone next to you. It doesn't have to be your right and left, just someone next to you. And begin to pray that the anointing to, to influence would come upon them. That they would begin to have everything necessary to release Jesus and release the kingdom in every place that they are. That the anointing that would come upon them would enable
0: what we're going to do is they are going to sing that song again but i'm going to just that encourage you to stand and as a, and as it as it starts again just begin to raise your hands if you feel to and say jesus i receive your healing in my life i receive that uh, i've let go of that stuff and you've shredded that thing so it's in my past and not part of my future so i believe that you have a great future um, all of you guys so walk out of this place a different person walk out of this place free of some of that uh, add-on baggage that you don't need and have that freedom to run and to to be strong in God because you only have what you need around you. So why don't you stand and sing this together.